What up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Highly Opinionated. I am your host, Church Cobain, and to the right, even got my boy, Ah uh-uh. Ah. You're already slow. <laughs> I had a sharp pain. <laughs> bro, I'm getting old, bro. <laughs> I'm not drinking enough CMOS, bro. Yo, but that's why I was stretching earlier, because I'm like, yo, bro, like, I don't know, my body be hurting sometimes just out of nowhere. I'd be like, yo, fuck this shit. Nah, you fucked my head up, bro. Because while he came in here, we just talking, bro, mid-conversation. This man stood up, right? He just got on the floor. I'm like, yo, you praying, bro? <laughs> like, I'm over here thinking he turned Muslim or something. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, bro, I literally was like, what are you doing? This man just started stretching mid-conversation. My bones needed to be cracked. Like I'm like, yo, this it feels crazy. Like when I don't stretch, it feels even more crazy. Like I was even in a train. Like I was coming over here. I was on an L train. I'm just like hanging on a pole, and I'm like, I know people looking at me like, yo, this nigga looks crazy. Is he about to dance, bro? That's why everybody calling us unk. <laughs> you can't be stretching on the trains, my boy. Like that's everybody OD. thinks I'm that's an uncle. <laughs> that's OD. He like, oh yeah, he's unk. I went to cop weed, right for my weed man and shit. I'm copping. Like, I give him the bread. He like, all right, good looking, Unc. I'm going to holler at you. <laughs> My boy. What are you talking I'm about? I'm 30. How old are you? <laughs> I had to ask him, bro. I'm like, Unc, bro. Like, how old are you, bro? Like, he like, I'm 23. Now, you got like four kids in a car. Like, what, right. you what are you talking about? about? I should be calling you Unc. Yeah, you Unc. <laughs> I'm still trying to adjust to that, though, because I feel like we really like the new adults now. Right, right. That's a fact. Me, I don't really feel like an uncle, though. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, like, I don't understand. I'm a little bit of an alcoholic. Maybe yeah. that's it. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? But I, I definitely don't get the uncle feeling. Like, I'm like, when did 30 become old? Right, that's not old. When is 37 and up is old. <laughs> that's a little bit young, too, though. Chill, because we almost there, bro. Don't 30, call that old. I feel like that's old, like 37 and up. Like, much, all right, 40s. Let's just hit the- 40s? Okay, bro. You entering oldness. Like, at that age, like, you know what I mean? I feel like you're you willing to move around, but you're not willing to move around. Like, for example, instead of walking to the store, right? you might just drive there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I don't feel 30 is old. Right, I still right. feel immature. Me, personally, right. I don't feel like an adult. Okay. Like, I pay bills. I take care of my kids. Okay. But I don't have life insurance. <laughs> and my credit got... is like zero. <laughs> like I don't have a credit number. Like you, it don't even say zero though. It says non-existent. Oh wow, that's crazy. Like it says you don't have credit. Oh, how is that even possible? I don't know. <laughs> I just signed up to get credit. I got a prepaid like credit card. Right. Come to find out, somebody stole my identity like two years ago. They what? said my identity is on the dark web. What? Like somebody had credit in my name before me? That's Yo, that's crazy. crazy. It literally says your credit identity is on the dark web. They had my social, they had my name. What? And they tried to open things, but it didn't work. Because you, <laughs> you got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> that's like robbing somebody now and got nothing. You're like, oh, shit. I think the thing I learned about being an adult yeah. is that when I was a kid, I was really judgmental. Okay. So I remember it was times that I was struggling with my mom. Mm-hmm. And like she couldn't pay the rent and right. we had to move mm-hmm. or we didn't have food. And I would get like really pissed off at her, bro. Like, right, right. And you know what I mean? Even when I found out she was doing drugs, mm-hmm. like I didn't mm-hmm. know what drugs was. I just know that when she did it, she was a different person. Right, right. right. 
And it made me feel like she was weak. And it made me upset at her, even as a kid. Right. And now I'm an adult, and I'm pretty sure she was doing drugs to cope with her issues. Mm -hmm. But because I'm going through my own adult life and my own experiences, I sometimes think to myself, Maybe crack ain't that bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because like, now that I'm 30, I get it. Because right. when I was 20, I'm just like, you're making excuses. Right, take right. care of your life. Right. Now I got to drink before I go to work. Right. I got to take one shot. Like, I was too overly drunk one time. And, like, I'm just, and I made a mistake and fell on a train. Like, I, I fell on somebody. On the tracks? No, nah, not on the tracks. Oh, like, on the train when the train was moving. And, like, she's like, get a hold of yourself, man. And I'm like. I need to drink. Like I feel, I feel like I needed it. Like you know what I mean. Like oh, but I started laughing though because I found it so funny. Like I was just like, because <laughs> we immature, <laughs> we fucking immature. The truth is, the older we get, the more we're supposed to act like an adult. Right. We still want to get drunk. I had right. to go to my daughter's school a couple weeks ago to yell at a teacher <laughs> because my daughter got into a situation. Right. But guess what? I had a hangover. I'm in there acting mad responsible. The teachers is talking. We in a whole meeting. Right. And my whole energy to the situation is right, right, I understand. Mm -hmm. Right, I'm gonna talk to her. <laughs> Nigga, I'm drunk as shit. Like, Yo. I I was drinking till two in the morning and I had to be at the school. And sometimes I have to remind my daughter, like, Yo, stop getting in trouble because I am too immature to handle the situation. <laughs> I'm in here faking my ass off. I was giving a Denzel. Yeah. You better not make this happen again. Do you understand me? And my daughter's like, Yes, dad. And we walked out of school and I'm like, Yo, you got to chill. You got to chill out, yo. Come on, stop having me come up here. I was gassing it up. She ain't getting in trouble for that shit. Right. Because we growing up together, bro. Like, we That's really... I'm 30 and she 13. Right. Like, we growing up together, bro. Right. That's we still point. listen to trap music together. <laughs> we both bumping drill music. Like, it's just to give you an idea that, you know what I'm saying, even at 30 years old, I still feel, like, immature. I don't know what being an adult feels like, but right. I know that I'm good at faking it. Right. Like, I got a job. <laughs> Being, being, <laughs> like, being stressful <laughs> That's what I feel you know like being The like, only thing I, That I know that is different Is that when you drink now It hit different Yo right Right Like it's not cool Blacking out in 30 At right. 30 And then that, that be happening to me sometimes When the last time you blacked out Oh shit Just yesterday Yesterday <laughs> You wild <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say like last week, a month ago, last year. I, I, I'm still having those moments where like, yeah, responsibility. Right. Take care of your children. Yeah. But then it's these days where I just bullshit. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I waste time and I do dumb shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I'm still trying to adjust to that. And then the thing about being 30 that I realize is different from my 20s mm -hmm. is the pressure that we put on ourselves. Right. So when we was 20, we put so much pressure on ourselves right. to get things in order, to get things together, to have your life perfect, right. right? When it's not realistic because you leave the nest at like 18. Unless you come from a dysfunctional family like us, right. you believe it at like 13. Right. It's like a struggle bar mitzvah. <laughs> like, right. That's what it is. You go out into the world, you got to figure everything out. Before you know it, you already burnt out by like 23. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But for most people, it's 18. Your 30s is just, like, cool. Like, even when you talking to your friends, you be like, yo, bro, I'll call you right back. Next thing you know, you ain't talk to that motherfucker for, like, three months. Yo, that's a fact. I just remember being in my 20s and feeling so lost and so confused. Mm -hmm. I wanted to figure things out. I thought I was going to have this job. Right. I thought I was going to have this house by a certain age. Right, right. Be married, house with the picket fence, two cars <laughs> in the driveway. And now I'm 30. I'm not married. I got mad kids. <laughs> My dog is about to go out. He's ready to die. 
<laughs> and all I got is a Metro card. Like, you know, I understand the world has changed since our parents was 30. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shit, but yeah. I felt like I was times I really blamed them. I used to be like, you had all this time in life to get your shit together, and you telling me you didn't do that in a certain time frame? And now we 30, and I'm like, damn, nigga, I ain't even got what my mom had. Yeah, right, like, exactly. That's why I just want to go to a whole different country. Like, I don't mind living in the forest neither. Nah, you wildin'. <laughs> like building a shelter out of a forest. They got daddy long legs. <laughs> I don't like that. Nah, you know, you know what's so crazy, bro? I went up to, I was in Westchester for a bit. And like, just because I'm from New York, I'm seeing a spider, but the spider is like three times as big. And it's a regular spider that you may find in a house. But the ones that's just outside in the wild, it's just like, wow. Like, <laughs> like you just, <laughs> yo, you looking at that shit like, nah, bro, you're not even supposed to live. That's how I felt when I was a kid, bro. My parents used to send me to YMCA camp. Mm -hmm. They didn't send me to YMCA camp. Let me tell you what happened. My mother was dying. So this camp came out of nowhere, right? And what they do was they used to basically prep kids for your parent to die, which sounds crazy. Wow, that's OD. So they're like, hey, your parent is dying. We're going to help you on the journey. Mm -hmm. To accepting the fact that your parent might not be here in a couple years. It's kind of like this little company that helps kids. Now, they sent me to this YMCA camp. Yeah. They put me with a whole bunch of other kids that come from different experiences in life. Right. Because YMCA camp is expensive as fuck. I realized that most people didn't even get this from where I come from. YMCA money would have went to crack. Okay, in my household. <laughs> so anyway, they prepping me, and I'm up there, and I'm feeling like a regular kid, mm -hmm. and I'm just seeing crazy shit in the forest, and I'm just like, yo, this is a different experience. It's spiders, it's like we, all, all types of shit, all types of wildlife and crazy stuff. Niggas up there doing yoga. <laughs> like, like I go on vacation now and sit and watch the sunset. What the fuck is that about? What the fuck? <laughs> they can say, oh, this is nice. This is nice. This is nice. This is what I came here for. Like, <laughs> this is giving me some type of joy right now. Like, That's how I know I'm getting old. <laughs> That's some old people hey, shit, bro. I like the sunsets now. I yeah. understand why old people sit at the window. Right. <laughs> like, I used to watch movies and shit or see old people at nursing homes just sitting at the window. like. And I'm like, what the fuck are y'all looking for? Go watch something on TV. <laughs> but now... <laughs> I'm watching sunsets? Sunsets, nigga? You doing the same thing. <laughs> even entering 30 is a lot of things that bother me, son. I'm watching people die of natural causes. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. What the fuck is a natural cause, bro? Right. And this might sound ignorant. I thought people only died from, like, murder. Or I thought people only died from violence when I was younger. Right. I never knew somebody at 31, 32, 33 could have a heart attack. I know people could be unhealthy if you like morbidly obese or something like that. Right, right. My whole life is just the same story over and over no, and over again. Right. This kid got shot. This kid right. got stabbed. Now my brain is like, oh, this nigga went to sleep and he just didn't wake, wake up. up. Wow. That shit is it's starting to hit yeah. me sometimes. That's, like, that's one of my biggest fears. I'm like, damn. How you know you're going to wake up tomorrow? That's a, that's a freaking blessing. Like, <laughs> Bro, sometimes I go OD. to sleep. And I stay up because I don't want to go to sleep. Because right. I think something could happen, happen to me, right. bro. That's Yo, some facts. trippy shit. I remember being nervous going outside. I'm like, yo, what if I don't make it back home? How the hell I'm sitting here like, damn, what if I don't wake up? Nah, because I be going through like some sleep paralysis thing when I be sleeping sometimes. Like, I be sleeping and I know I can't move, but my mind is awake. But I'm just feeling myself like, yo, I feel like I'm about to die. Like, <laughs> 
<laughs> like how you know you're about to die, but you you're not even dead yet. I'm like, damn, this is crazy. But that's what I'm saying. It's like this little walk of life. And to be real with you, bro, and I might say I might sound a little deep right now, y'all. I never planned to live this long. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds weird. I talk about it with my therapist all the time, but mm-hmm. I never planned to live this long. Right. Like where I came from, the longer I lived, the the more I got stressed. Right. I watched a lot of my friends die, and I watched a lot of people I love die. My mom's, my real biological father, mm-hmm. my brother. Like I'm just watching all these people die. So sometimes I kind of be like, like it affects me mentally sometimes. Like I wasn't thinking I was gonna pass 25 as a kid because I think of everything I was doing when I was younger, mm-hmm. I thought it would catch up with me. And as sad as it may sound, I think I was fine with that at a point. Right. And now I be sitting here sometimes like, damn, bro, you 30. About to be 31. I'm up there. Then you're going to be 32. Right. Then you're going to be 33. It's like before you know it, your birthday just comes right back around. Even when you forget, just when you forget about it, you're like, oh, shit, my birthday's fucking coming. But at the same time, it just goes to show you that time is flying. Right. It's flying way faster than it ever did. I feel like the matrix in the world is breaking. Right. Things are kind of seeming a little bit more strange. Stranger, yeah, right. Even when you read articles in a newspaper, it makes you feel uncomfortable. It's like a parody. It's like a joke. Mm-hmm. One big. I saw the other day this woman got arrested for stealing one point five million dollars in chicken wings from her school. Yo, right? Like, I saw what that. Are you I was like, yo, what the, like, like, I'm like, wow. Like, so you arrest her for that? How arrest that lady? One point five chicken wings. One point five million chicken wings, nigga. That's not even a real story. How did you get one point five million dollars worth of chicken from a school? <laughs> yo, that's old. Dude. And what did you do with the chicken? I hope she sell plates. Right. Cause what is what's happening, bro? Like, like she didn't make none of that money back or nothing. Like, that's she should it. own a Wingstop, a KFC, and a Church's Chicken by now, bro. <laughs> One point five million dollars worth of chicken wings is crazy, Yo, nigga. A, um, Buffalo Wild Wings. Shout over. out to Buffalo Wild Wings. I don't work here, but I'd like to take all my friends' shirts that work places, and my friend work <laughs> at Buffalo Wild Wings, so. I'm wearing your shirt. I don't even... I'm not employed at your job. <laughs> so don't sue me for this, bro. But it's a Buffalo Wild Wings shirt. Shout out to them. Yo. But $1.5 million in chicken wings, bro. That's, That's not a real story. That's, That's not a real thing. That's a lot of chicken. That's a lot of chicken. But it's the point that I be sitting here sometime and I'm like, bro, it's either the world has always been crazy yeah. and the news wasn't reporting it, right. or I might just be getting old and everything just sounds... More broad and crazy and ridiculous, nigga. Right. Also, how we process relationships is different. Mm-hmm. Like when in my twenties, I loved a spicy, toxic relationship. Right. My ex stabbed me. That shit turned me on. I should have left her. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> you were crazy. <laughs> I should have left that ass. Yo, that's funny as hell. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that was one of the best, most fun relationships. Shout out to her. Let's take a shot for her because that was like beauty, bro. That woman. <laughs> Stabbed my ass, nigga. And she got me arrested. And she tried to say I kidnapped her. And guess what? I got right back with the bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was the 20s, bro. At 30, I ain't doing that no more, my boy. Shout out to her, man. Shout out to you. Keep stabbing people. Keep stabbing them. That love is toxic. (laughs) Nah, like, yo, for some reason, sometimes I do like a toxic woman. But sometimes I hate when he's too toxic, though. What's too toxic for you? I don't know. Like I had this one, I had this one joint, bro. But she was like hitting me on my chest, OD. So like, thank God I work out. What you mean? She was just beating you? She was like, yeah, she was just like banging on my chest, like like tossing. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? But why was she doing that? Yo, she. I don't even know. You cap it. 
I don't even know why she was you doing that. You did something to that woman. What you did? I didn't do nothing to her. Why you smiling? <laughs> <laughs> Why I, you smiling? I ain't do nothing to her. She just came out of your... We don't believe you, bro. <laughs> what did you do to that woman to hit on your chest? Nah, I think I think I was flirting with somebody else. Exactly. You always see? You 30, bro. Admit your truth. Nigga, you was flirting with somebody else. I think else. I was flirting with somebody else. I was like, I did want it too. Like, I kind of liked it. <laughs> we all liked it That's the secret right. That nobody want to admit That we all love A toxic relationship When we were younger right. But when we get older It's like Bro These bills is coming in Every month Right 30 days It's no time to be toxic Even right. if we wanted to We can't afford it to be, Right Exactly Because then we're going to be toxic With no money <laughs> <laughs> like, No money toxic I often think about the times That my mom was in relationships Right mm-hmm. Her boyfriend was a cool guy Right He kind of stepped up When my stepfather went to jail mm-hmm. And he was an amazing dude. You know what I'm saying? I chilled with him. I hung out with him. And it was this one time that my mom was like, oh, you're going to go with him to his house. And I go to his house, me, my sister, her boyfriend, his wife. Right. And we just all chilling. And it just registered to me. I'm like, wait, you're my mom's boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Why do you have a wife? <laughs> so my mom was Assad. Assad. She was the other woman. Right. <laughs> Because it did not register to me that my mom was the other woman. That's like, crazy. I'm literally chilling with my mom's boyfriend and his wife. And she's like, oh, hi, how is your mother doing? You know about my mother? That's OD. It was the craziest thing ever, bro. They was just really on some different shit back then. They allowed that kind of side bitch activity. That's OD. It's kind of hard to digest when you get older because you're like, damn, my mom was really the side bitch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, That's OD. Why is he going out to chill with my mom? While his wife watch us. Right. Like, and it was fine. Everything was beautiful. They had a beautiful relationship. <laughs> you getting me tight, bitch. I'm going to see my woman. Right. Like, what do you mean? But you know they say, <laughs> don't let your fact. wife keep you away from the woman of your dreams. Right. That's a fact. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's your relationship with your family? Like, with your mom? See, my mom, I just, uh, I really don't mess with her. We don't see eye to eye like that. You know what I mean? But, uh, like, it was kind of crazy because, like, she would do certain things, like, it's not it's not till like now that I get older, I got older, and I'm like, yo, she was getting her groove on, like OD, <laughs> like and like I look back at it now, I'm like, mom's was having sex with these dudes. Oh, it was multiple people. It was it was like I remember <laughs> <He said> it, <laughs> was <different. laughs> it was different scenarios sometimes. Like I remember I went to the to Brooklyn over here, you know, pink houses over here somewhere. I'm in the uh the hallway playing with cars and stuff, and she's just She's in in a, in a house with this dude, <laughs> but I'm like I'm in the hallway playing playing with my cars, but using my imagination and shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, now I know she was getting her back blown out. And I'm like, <laughs> me, I'm like I didn't know that before. Like I'm like, oh man, this is this is really terrifying to know. We gotta call it what it was. It was bad parenting. It was bad. It was bad. It was that was terrible for me. I feel like that was terrible. I'm like, oh, this is terrible. But then she finally got with this one dude, which was actually more cool. He was like more of a father figure and stuff like he was cool he was really really a nice guy so he taught me how to fish and stuff like that so that's what like, up i was like yeah son, that's... you still talk to him nah he's dead he died somehow i don't even know how he died i forgot i think like from a heart attack but she's been like dwelling over that shit for like so long even that bro like we old now and we get to have that experience right like right. i have friends who've lost their girlfriends mm-hmm. like at our age dang yeah, you you can lose a friend or you can lose a brother, but to lose a girlfriend or a fiance, right? That's a different experience, right? Because you was literally inside them, <laughs> <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like you was, you was literally inside them, so it's like 
I caught you were really like. <laughs> so now you will never feel like how them cheeks were once I felt like you know what I mean once I felt you you felt it so it's like you you can't even feel that feeling no more now you're just trying to you're smashing cheeks that don't even feel the same like what's I, wrong with you <laughs> <laughs> for somebody like me who's lost a lot of people in my life mm-hmm. death is a crazy thing because yeah. I've met people who haven't lost anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really people out here with four families who haven't lost right. anybody. Right. right, right. Like, their great-grandmother's alive. Yeah. That's old, dude. And I don't, I don't even want that. Because mm-hmm. to be honest with you, to have my great-grandmother alive would be beautiful. Right. But in hindsight, to have a whole full family and you haven't lost anybody around you, right. you wouldn't know how to deal with grief. Yo, that's a fact. Imagine, like, you just have... Like majority of your family members, and then they just start dropping dead. Oh no, nah, that's OD. How does somebody handle that? Right. Versus a person like me, lost my mother at eleven or twelve years old. Mm-hmm. Lost my dad at four. Mm-hmm. Lost my brother at fourteen. Mm-hmm. Lost my best friend at fifteen. Lost my aunts and uncles at sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. Right, right. Twenty. You know, I understand death. Right. But I feel like it's some people who don't, and I wouldn't even. Not to sound crazy, I'm not. I wouldn't even be jealous of them because I'm like, bro, I'm. So numb to everything that I skip funerals. I prioritize funerals now. Right. No offense to nobody, and and a lot of my friends don't like this about me. Mm-hmm. I don't feel comfortable at funerals, so a lot of times I pick and choose what funerals I would go to. Right. How important you was to me that I, I really need to, to be. Go, right. I hear you on that. And they could all be important to me, but it's like I can't handle the grief when I'm there, so I just do my best to avoid it. So if it's not so immediate that mm-hmm. I'm not even the person that has to throw the shit, respectfully, I see you in the afterlife. Right. When I lost my best friend two years ago, that mm-hmm. shit broke me, bro. It killed me. And if I could have skipped it, I would have. Right. And I think he knows that. We made jokes about that when he was alive. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I said, nigga, I love you. Nigga, I ain't never coming to your funeral. He said, don't worry, I ain't never coming to yours either. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's But true. I went, you know what I'm saying? And I, you know, I broke my promise to him because right. I, I went. But at the same time. <laughs> but the good thing about it is that every year I celebrate with his family. Right. And every year, you know, I just, I get to feel like he's still here. Seeing people die at this age is such an uncomfortable feeling. So. Nah, it is, because we know we getting up there, too. But ain't that the thing about being older, though? You just, like, you get more paranoid, bro. Right. Everything's just more paranoia, bro. Right. Going outside makes you paranoid. Going to the club makes you paranoid. Right. Going to parties make you paranoid. Yeah, but that's why I be asking questions. Like, I just don't even... I, before, I used to just get up and go places, like, and just go anywhere, but, you like... remember that? Where we used to just get up and go? You know, just get up like, and go, like... You didn't even plan anything. Somebody would call you, yo, yo. we out. Before before I would just go. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, all right, just like just, I'll meet you there. Where you at? Right, exactly. But like, like you need to tell me, like, I want details now. Like I Destination. want destination. <laughs> like you heard, I'm not just picking up. I mean, I think you have to be more paranoid about things. Life is about experience. And the more experience that I think that we gained, mm-hmm. we've understood that the world can be a dangerous place and you can't move reckless. Right. Like one thing we all have in common is that death comes to everybody. Right. But I feel like also one thing we realize as we get older is that it can come way faster than it should. I remember it was one time my uncle told me not to go to a party. Literally, we sneak out to go to this party. It's this dude in front of the building smoking a cigarette in a wheelchair. This dude walked up to us. Sorry, he rolled up. <laughs> he rolls up to us. And he like, yo, what set you claim little homies? It's me and my cousins. We like, what? 
Because we still trying to adjust the fact that this man is in a wheelchair. Right. He said, you ain't hear me, cuz? Like, right. this man is in a wheelchair with a hammer pressing us about what set we claim. Right. And I'm just sitting there thinking in my head, like, we going to die. <laughs> We gonna get we getting smoked, bro. <laughs> by like, a nigga in a wheelchair. <laughs> by a nigga in a wheelchair. That's OD. <laughs> this is the most random thing ever. Like this is random. Like and my uncle told me not to come. He said we couldn't go and we snuck out here. And if I die out here, that's our fault. Right. <laughs> and the worst part about this is if my cousins die, I'm getting my ass beat. Right, that's a fact. That's yeah, my that's, uncle kids. <laughs> like, that's old dude. Like, he gonna beat me the worst. I ain't his son. Right. <laughs> like, and he just kept pressing us, and we just was like, nigga, <laughs> what we say? Right. Cause we bang, but we can't say we don't bang. Right, exactly. So we just staring. It's nothing to do here. Right. Yo, and then out of nowhere, he was like, all right, you lucky I felt good tonight, little homie. <laughs> he just rolled up. Yeah, Happy. Yo, I was so happy, bro. Yo, but that was a... so stupid. <laughs> like that was a, that was the dumbest shit in F in the world. Nigga said, you like I'm feeling good. I'm you like I'm feeling good. good. Nigga, like, nigga rolled out. He's nigga like, rolled out. <laughs> Optimus Prime, let's roll out. And I wish that would say that that was the only time I got pressed by a nigga in a wheelchair, but it that's, wasn't. That's old. It wasn't the only time I got pressed by a nigga in a wheelchair, bro. <laughs> but it just goes to show you that, like, if you outside enough. And I tell people that all the time. If you're outside enough, and yeah. we spent the majority of our lives outside, outside, right? Exactly. We get into a whole bunch of weird, random situations, random ha- that right. most people might not even go to. It's because they don't stay, they don't chill outside. Sometimes I'd be like, bro, maybe I live too much life. Mm-hmm. Maybe I had too much crazy experiences. <laughs> like, That's like I, I'm 30, bro, but I feel 50. Right. Because I was outside since 12 years old, and it's not a life I chose, because when you mm-hmm. have drug, ad- drug addict parents right. and nobody raising you, I don't think people understand that. Mm-hmm. Your parent is a drug addict, you outside, you living this crazy-ass life, you doing whatever you can do to get the time to pass. Right, right. right. And people sometimes be like, yo, why your stories be so crazy? Why your, why everything is so funny? I'm making it funny. Right. But the truth is, bro, I got a lot of trauma. Right, and that shit hurts. That shit hurt. But now that we older, we could get back. We could just laugh at it because that's what we went through. Exactly, bro. Like people who go home, and you having house problems. Like yeah, we have house problems, but like, it's 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 not it's not like the outside problems. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't chill outside. Like you don't understand. Like me and you, me and you share a friend. Mm -hmm. Right. We have this friend, y'all. We got into an argument one time. Right. Because I explained to him that my mom was on drugs. Mm Hmm. He proceeded to tell me that I was making excuses about certain shit. Right. And I said, that's fine. I explained to him that we couldn't eat all the time. My mom sold all the food out the fridge. Right. He was like, oh, that's an excuse. You could have just went to the store and got a pack of noodles. I was like, bro, how do I go to the store and get a pack of noodles without no money? He's like, back then, noodles was just a quarter. But the difference between me and that friend was what he didn't understand is when you eight years old, Mm-hmm. Your mom is on drugs. Mm-hmm. You have no food in the house. Right. You don't even know how to function. Right. He's like, I was starving too. My mom didn't have it like that either. And when we was broke, we got noodles. Mm-hmm. The, the difference between me and you was your mom was there to give you a, a dollar. dollar. Uh, my mom wasn't. My mom wasn't. Right. And that's what he didn't understand. Yeah. And that's what you learn about life. That's what you learn about perspective. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
And that's what life is when you get 30. Right. Because now it's just like, I'm just sitting back to really evaluate everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to therapy every week. And I had to take anger management classes for years. Mm-hmm. And I'm just evaluating everything that I've been through now. Right. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes it hits different, bro. Because I'm like, damn, this shit was a roller coaster. Right. Right. It does. It does. It does hit different. And when you think about it, it's just bring back memories like, damn, I could have yeah. did this. I could have did that. I but, used to steal from my mom's at a point. I was like, we all did that dumb I'm shit. Like, Yo, I need it. I need this. I stole from my mother one time and she beat my ass. I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I understood why she beat me. I shouldn't have been stealing from her. Right. But you know what hurt me more than anything? When I got a little older and I realized she beat me not because I stole from her, right? Because I stole her drug money. <laughs> Why the fuck are you laughing? <laughs> this is some deep shit, bro. Yeah, I'm sorry, bro. That was her last ten dollars, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's OD, bro. Like, ah, oh, damn. So I, I'm, sorry. I'm thinking she was teaching me a valuable lesson. Like, don't steal from me. I'm your mother. You can ask me for anything. She just wanted to get high, bro. Right? She's like, that's my drug money. <laughs> That's my shit. Mama! This nigga ain't that's shit. Old, that's ODs. And on that note, <laughs> we appreciate y'all, y'all. We're going to be back next week. Sparks will probably be back or fresh. One of them niggas. You already. You already know. My boy I I in the building. Bang, bang. Church Cobain. All right, y'all. We're going to holler at y'all. We out. This nigga's crazy. Yeah. He's still laughing. He's still laughing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yo, but she—it's like the drug money. Like she's like yo, you being like you—it wasn't even for that reason. <laughs> you still laughing? Like, yeah, ah, like fuck out of here! It's like that. It's like.